life. Amen. Finding success in the storms of life. We were looking at the gauges we should look out for when we are in success. We have another church online. Please go online and share the page. Tag a friend. Share the page. Tag a friend. Go online. Share the page. Tag a friend. Put it on a, a group page. Two or three pages. Let people hear the word. So we started looking at the various gauges. You should be looking out for, I told you, gauges are used to monitor the progress of equipment, vehicles, and whatever. Now we looked at the gauge of you defining what type of storm you are in. Why the storm is coming. Why am I going through this storm? Then we looked at the um, um, gauge of attitude. What should be my attitude in the storm? My attitude in the storm. Jonah was just there. He wanted everybody to die. He didn't care. But Paul had an encounter with God, stood up, decreed the word of the Lord, and over almost 275 people were saved. So your attitude in the storm is very critical. The third gauge I want to share with you is how you are treating others in the midst of the storm. How you are treating others in the midst of the storm. Remember, today you may be on top. And the others around you may be down. But tomorrow, the game can change. The fact that you are going through storm doesn't mean that you should destroy everybody around you. Doesn't mean that you should disregard, disrespect, and behave wildly to everyone. You're, how do you treat people when you are going through storms? Do you ignore everybody? Do you snob everybody? Do you cut people off? Do you isolate yourself from people? Like what Jonah did, it was a wrong way to react to a storm. Are you following me? The next gauge you should look out for is, what effect are you having on the people around you? What effect am I having on the people around me? As I'm going through the storm, what is my presence doing in their midst? For Jonah, his presence meant nothing to them. He was there as an anointed prophet, but nothing about prophetic. Oh, nothing about God was helping the people. But with Paul, he manifested who he was. And the people were saved. How is your presence affecting the people around? They were all in storms. It means that, you see, you, you don't need to be okay to make people comfortable around you. There are many times you see pastors preaching and they are not fine, but they are preaching. They are preaching. Last week we, we lost one of our generals in our organization. He preached on Sunday. A week today he preached. And Wednesday was no more. So you, you, you have to understand that you, 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 you cannot wait for the time you are fine to make people fine. In the midst of your storm, the people around you matter. Your children matter. Your spouse matter. Your family matter. Hallelujah. Some of us, when we are going through things, we just want to throw everybody away. Can't you see I'm going through struggle? Help me with sound on stage. Can't you see I'm going through struggle? Can't you people just leave me? Leave, leave me alone. But the storm will be over very soon. And then you go looking for them. And they will also not be there for you. One day the storm will be over. Be careful how you treat people around you. And make sure you are relevant in the midst of what you are going through 
what you are going through will not last forever. So treat people around you well. So that the day you are calling for a celebration party, when you invite them, they will come. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. The fifth one is, where are you going after the storm? These are questions you need to ask yourself. These, so they are gauges. I'm going to teach you what you should do in the storm. But these are gauges you should look at. So it will determine your attitude, your output in the storm. Where are you going after the storm? So at the end of the day, where, so if maybe you are believing God for a child in your marriage, and you the husband, you are always insulting your wife. You have allowed your family to insult her. Turn her into rags as if she is God. So Rahel went to Jacob and said, give me children. And God said, and Jacob said, am I God? But you have allowed your family to wash her into the gutters. Clean her, basa. Now she conceives a twin for you. How, you, how, how is your mother going to talk to her now? Are you following me? So in the midst of your storm, you must ask yourself, where am I going? Children or no children, I am in marriage. So your, your perspective about where you are going is very important. If you focus on the storm and forget your destination, the storm will drown you. And I'm praying for you that you will never come to a point in your life where the storm will take your attention more than your destination. I thought you are saying amen. amen. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. Amen. And that is the part four of the message. Celebrate God with a good clap. So to, this morning, I want to deal with the subject, what do I do in the storm? What do I do in the storm of life? In the morning, first service, gospel service, I emphasize on engaging the word of God and prayer. I don't want to go back. I want to do the second one. See through the storms by focusing on your destination. If you want to have success in the storms of life, see through the storms and focus on your destination. See through the storms and focus on your destination. God has promised a future. There is a promised future for our lives. There is a promised destination. That is what we call destiny. And that destiny is glorious. Say it's glorious. Say my destiny is glorious. Say my destiny is glorious. So God has promised and has ordained and scheduled a destination for all of us. Jeremiah 29, 11. Jeremiah 29, 11. Scriptures, let it flow. For I know the thought that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thought of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. If the Bible is yours, underline the an expected end. So God has an expected end for us in his mind. 
in the plans of God, there is an expected end for Sandra. There is an expected end for Joyce. There is an expected end for Abigail. There is an expected end for you. So, as you go through life and you miss storms, storms must not keep you at one place. The agenda of the enemy is to use storms like stagnation to keep you in one place and shift your focus from the destination. If you are going through storms, you must not prioritize the storm over the destination. Don't allow the storms to define you. Don't allow the storms to define you. What is your destination in life? What is the vision? What is the purpose? Paul was going through the storm, but he had the vision in mind. I'm going to see Caesar. And he did exactly what he has purpose. Don't quit when the storms are coming. Never use the storm to determine the will of God until you have defined the storm. You see the lady she was talking, what she went through was a storm. But she had to define it. You need to define why I'm going through this storm. Because if you don't define it, you will not know the keys to press. One of the keys to press is I keep my focus on the destination. As we build a church, there's going to be many challenges. As you build your business, there are going to be many challenges. As you build your marriage, there are going to be many challenges. But don't let the challenges take your zeal to build away from you. I thought you were clapping. Storms have a certain strategy. They can sap your energy. They can sap your confidence. They can sap your resources. And now you wouldn't have confidence to pursue destiny. The confidence you should have used to push destiny and vision, you see that challenges, obstacles, storms have swallowed it away. And when the storm is over, you have nothing to push for. Am I preaching to someone? Look past the storms. Look past the storms. Look past the obstacles. I told the first service, it's either you are fighting or you are taking flight in life. You have run away from the battlefield. And when you run away from the battlefield, you deserve no trophy. The storm you are going through, God will see you through. I said the Lord will see you through. That health challenge, God will see you through. That financial challenge, God will see you through. That academic challenge, God will see you through. If you believe it, lift your right hand and say, I receive it. Look past the blockages. The blockages. There are some people in your life today, they seem to, to have taken a position to block you. But they will not last. I said they will not last. They will be no more very soon. The way will be cleared very soon. God will make a way where there seems to be no way. Whoever has blocked your way to destiny, they better clear off or we clear them off. Somebody shout fire. God has a plan. And God, now listen to me, God is expecting storms in your life. That storm you are going through is not, is not a shock to God. He has, he has plans for it. 
Do you know why they manufacture cars with shock absorbers? Hello? Do you know why they manufacture cars and they put airbag in it? You think Toyota manufacturer is wiser than God? Are you here? You think they are wiser than God? If they can think that Joyce, your car, can have an accident, and to secure your car, let's put four. Now there are even six. Some of the good cars, when you have an accident, you'll be in a very comfortable zone. <laughs> because the airbags will come from the steering wheel, from the sides, from the top, from this side, and from the back. So before you realize, you are in the midst of a very heavy foe. And you are just there. By your own. You see why poverty is not good. And when we are blessing we with God, then you do yourself, amen. Meanwhile, when we close, you, have, you want people to use battery to check your car before you go. If Toyota, if Toyota can think that we must put airbags in a car, can think that we must put shock absorbers in a car, can think that, you see, when you are even filling your oil or your brake fluid or your coolant in the tank, they give you two lines. They can think that oh, you can fill it to this point. You can go beyond this, but it should not go beyond this. And even the minimum they give you, the system has a way of managing the little coolant until it cannot take it anymore. Are you following me? If even Toyota manufacturers can think that way, how do you, how, what makes you think that God doesn't know that you are going to go through what you are going through? And he has not made provision for it. God's provision is ever present to see you through the storm. It's only our choice to go for God's provision that to secure our future. And I pray for you that you will not neglect the provision of God that God sends your way in your storms in the name of Jesus. Give the Lord a good clap offering. God is not surprised at all. You may be married for four years, five years, ten years. You have no child. God is not surprised. You may be 35, you are not married. God is not surprised. And in that mess, God can give you a miracle. There is always a provision for every mess. There is always a provision for every mistake. There is always a provision for every error. Don't die in your mistake. Don't die in your error. Keep your focus on the destination. Because the person who produced electricity light, Bob's tried it over a thousand times. And it was on the thousand and one time that he produced the ball. I thought you are clapping. So he, he automatically becomes a lecturer. He can teach you how not to produce electric bulbs. Your failure is a school to turn you into a teacher. Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7. Am I preaching? 
But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. So in you, you have, Lucy, you have a treasure. The earthen vessels is your body. So there is a treasure, a deposit of God that can only express itself in excellency. So you are not a nobody. Tell yourself, I am not a nobody. Say, I am somebody. Yes. You know the foolish songs, Obia and Obia, is a foolish song. There are many foolish songs on the airwaves, but you like them. Obia and Obia. You are, you are bought with a price. You are insulting God. If you sing such songs, where to go from those songs? You, you are happy. You are nobody. Nobody is nobody. Everybody is nobody. You are who? I am bought with a price. I am bought. I am a son of God. I'm the son of the king. Not even the prince of England. The son of the king of kings. I am a joint heir with Christ. I am anointed by God. I am called by God. I am blessed. I don't know about you. You let people say things about you and you too you believe. In humility. I am nobody. <laughs> you are a vessel prepared to bring God's glory to back to him. Because you think you are nobody. That is why you are doing all kinds of things. Careless. You are somebody. Have you seen the president moving before? You see the entourage? It's not because he's Nana Kufuado, because he's the president of the republic. He is somebody. Yes. He is. So, so the protocol of the nation must protect him. You must not be able to easily identify the car. See. So you see that. Which one is the president? You don't know. Until he stands out and waves you. Uh, you cannot just go and visit him. You cannot just go and visit a big man. Because he's somebody. You are somebody. And God is taking you somewhere. There is a place called there. One day I read the book a long time. There is a place called there by Kingsley Fletcher. There is a place that God is taking you. And it is called there. And I pray for you. That you will not entangle yourself with the storm. You have defined yourself already. You have just defined yourself because of the storm, like blind Bartimaeus. People will define you, but don't define yourself with what you are going through. See beyond the normal. See beyond your challenges. Have an eye like the eagle. Though you are here, your spirit is there. Though you are here, your spirit is already established there. I pray in the name of Jesus, and I break every mentality that keeps you in a state of nobody in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I tell people we are the community church. We may not be big, but we are the community church. Hey, we, we are nobody. Oh. We are thinking about ourselves. So. We are thinking about myself. Are, you cannot think about yourself. Anybody that says that I'm thinking about myself is deceiving himself. You cannot. You, you cannot think about yourself. You can't. 
I'm thinking about you. You cannot think about yourself. It's not possible. May dream a home. Really? Won't you use the road? Eh, me, I won't go and vote. Whether this one comes or this one doesn't come, I don't care. Eh? You don't use ECG. You don't use water. You don't go and buy things from shop. You don't pay your cousin's school fees. You don't pay hospital bills. You don't want to build. So you don't care. Really, you are lying. You really care. You really care. You are just pretending. You are a pretender. You are a false representation of who you are. Yeah. You can't say you don't care. That is why the tortoise was there. And the, and the bird was making noise. Maybe so, he likes singing. Yeah, I don't sing. By the time he realized, the hunter came for the two of them. You care. And you must care. Because you are a change agent. You are not, God did not produce you as a selfish being. He produced you as a blessing. That he will bless you and then you become a blessing. You care. Say, I care. Say, I care about my neighbor. Say, I care about my community. And I care about my nation. Give the Lord a good clap offering. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 17. Quickly. He said, For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. So, ask yourself, where am I going? That is, the, that is your destination. A far more exceeding weight of glory. But you'll be going through something the Bible calls light affliction. Light affliction. And light affliction is light. Any kind of affliction you are going through, as long as we look at the far exceeding eternal weight of glory, we will call it a light affliction. You, you, you know, Ghanaians have a way of describing their problem to look very unique. <laughs> oh, Emma? Yeah, they, like, you, you want us to understand that though everybody is not married, you, your own, is special. <laughs> and the way they will narrate it, if you don't take care, you will believe that their own is special. You, if you have malaria, you have malaria. But the way they will say it, no, the whole body, my whole body. I, I, I couldn't even get out from the bed. When I got down here, for the, it has never happened to me before. I, the room was, you just have malaria. And the same medicine they will give to you. <laughs> it's just, it's just. You just walk from here to the gate, you are panting. This is unusual. This is, Pastor, you are just wait. You, you just gain weight. Bend, bend the fat, you'll be fine. It's nothing. No demon slapped you. You just, you are just waiting. No, you want to just interpret. When I passed by that car, Pastor, there was a wave. And this one is not a prophetic wave. It was a demon. You are lying. We will try to make the thing so unique 
so that people can sympathize with you. My father is dead. My mother is dead. Telling Accra life is hard. You see how she was describing? Trying to let it look like she is justified for what she's doing. But the Bible calls it a light affliction. Whatever you are going through, because of that weight of glory, God is sending to you. God calls it a light affliction. May the Lord deliver you in the name of Jesus. Don't get stuck in the storm and become food for the fish. Write that one down. Don't get stuck in the storm and become food for the fish. Let me deal with the third one in 10 minutes and I'll let you go. The third thing you have to do in your storm is that save others whilst you are going through the storm. Save others on your way to the top. Go with people. Don't go alone. Don't come to church alone. Don't become born again alone. Don't have the victory alone. When Paul and Silas prayed and there was a divine intervention, it wasn't only their door that opened. All the doors in the prison yard opened. Am I talking to somebody? Go up with someone. Don't be the only giant with dwarfs surrounding you. And that's why I push people around me. I push you. You can't be around me and not like education. You will go to school. Obeko. It's either you go or you go. <laughs> you have to go. Because five years from today, I want to be surrounded by giants, not dwarfs. I must not be, you must not be the only giant. And sometimes it is better for you to be the dwarf among giants and yet leading them. It makes life easier. But if you are the giant and the people around you are dwarfs, they will not see what you see. They will not understand what, that is why you don't understand certain things. Maybe you are a dwarf. Are you with me? Yesterday I was listening to Archbishop preaching and it was very powerful. He was talking about how when church leadership disciplines someone and they try to, the pastor or the leadership try to hide or shield certain things of the person from coming to the full glare of the whole church. Then the person they are disciplining goes around and starts blackmailing leadership. They will not shut up. Demo, they will be talking. Then they will deceive the people like Absalom. Then at the end of the day, they now discover the truth. But you see, the archbishop said, truth that you say that destroys a home, you don't say it. Because if the pastor should give you the details of the person's conduct, you will lose faith. Are you with me? You have to learn to save people. On your way to the top. You must not die alone. You must not die with something. You must die empty. At the end of your life. 80 years. 95 years. 120 years. May some of us get to 120 years. Not holding Puma and then not being carried to be dried up. You are strong. Strong. May we continue to preach when we are 120 years. I'm holding stick and preaching. Janice, do you know you have to believe God? You have to believe God. May you grow so old that you see your great-great-grandchildren. 
Give the Lord a clap of in the name of Jesus. There is a purpose for the storm that has come in your life. It may be turning you into a teacher. Some of us need some storms to straighten us. When you take a metal that is bent, eh, that is like this. The easiest way to straighten it is to throw it into fire. Hello, are you here? Oh, you have gone home. Don't worry, I'll finish in five minutes. And the revival fire service will be serious. I'll be preaching on don't waste divine opportunities. Yeah. If you throw the, the, the metal into the fire, it becomes malleable. Brofo knows it. A malleable substance is any substance that is easy to be bent into any shape. So when you put it in fire, it's easy for you to turn it into any shape. So sometimes the storm you are going through, God is turning you into a product. That will become a blessing. You see, when you are baking cake, there are a lot of containers they use. I don't know the name. Different shapes. But do you know what the, the metals went through before they got there? And after they got in that shape, they become a blessing to many cakes for many years and many months. I pray for you that as God is shaping you, the storm is shaping you into something that will become a blessing to many people. In the name of Jesus, give the Lord a mighty clap of me. Let me inspire you with some scriptures. Eh? I want to shoot some scriptures into you that you should meditate on that you should use in the days of storms. The first one is Romans chapter 8, verse 31. If God is for us, who can be against us? What shall we then say to these things, to these things, to these storms, to these challenges, to coronavirus? It has become so scary that people, we, 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 we cannot be free again. Everybody is being careful. Everybody is afraid to die. <laughs> Sanitizer here, face shield here. Everybody has become a ninja for months. We pray to not become for years. It is over one year, or almost over yeah, one year. It started somewhere in October, November, somewhere. And we are still in masks. It's so difficult wearing the masks. But it's a blessing to wear. <laughs> Those of you who don't like wearing it, please wear it. Okay? It will help you. But the Bible said that if God is for us, coronavirus, whoever cannot be against us. I don't know what you are going through. Put that thing there. It cannot be against you. It cannot defeat you. The next scripture I'm giving you is Isaiah 54 verse 7, 17. Sorry. Isaiah 54 verse 17. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise up against thee in judgment, you shall condemn you, not the angel, you. Not the angel, you. Not the angel, you. You shall condemn. So you wake up, this challenge is swallowing you up. You are entertaining it. And it has kept long. You need to get annoyed and start addressing it. You need to, you need to do something. To the situation. Yes. In your weakness, the strength of God will be perfected. Talk to that thing. 
Command that weapon that has been fashioned against you to fail. Command that weapon that has been fashioned against you to be cut off. You don't fold your hands and wait till it's done. You cannot be waiting for God when God is waiting for you. Provision, you are waiting for God. He has come. He has given you his word. He's now waiting for you to deliver judgment. That is why we pray. That is why we call for prayer meeting. That is why we call for fasting and prayer. That is why we call for prophetic wave. Because we must do our part in order to see the fruit of righteousness. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. Scripture number 3, Philippians 4.13 I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You can do it. But I mean, I cannot anymore. I'm tired. I mean, I cannot. It is too much. I can't kill myself. I can't kill myself. I can't. You, you can. You are becoming emotional. Put the emotional aside. Take the word. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can do. If you tell yourself, the same way you are telling yourself, I can't, I can't, I can't, and it has captured your being. Do you know that if you keep telling yourself, I can't, I can't, I can't, it will capture your being, and before you realize, you have done what you said you could not. Yeah. You can do all things. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens. I don't know who I'm ministering to, but I know I'm ministering to somebody. Sometimes when I'm preaching, I know I'm prophesying to somebody. Yesterday after the warfare, tonight we'll do it again, 7, 9 p.m. So I got a message from a woman. She joined. She said, Pastor, for one week, I knew I have to pray about something. There was something heavy on me. I've prayed, but anytime I finish praying, I feel that thing heavier. But after the prayer session, Pastor, it's like something has left me. Thank you so much for obeying the call. And this thing I'm saying, I'm talking to somebody. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. <laughs> Philippians 4.19 God supplies all our needs. God is a supplier. What do you need? God can supply. What do you need? God can supply. Yes, God. Stop looking at man. You are looking at man, so it's not coming. And you have given up. Look at God. Look to God. If God fails, you can give up. But God never fails. God never fails. Just wait for him. Just wait for him. Just wait for him. He will never fail you. He will never reject your plea. No demand is beyond his grace. No demand is beyond his grace. He will do it for you. He will, he will supply that thing. Is it marriage? Is it a job? Is it health? Is it a breakthrough? Is it a favor? He will supply that thing. And may the Lord supply that need in your life. In the name of Jesus. Psalm 46 verse 10. Be still and know that I am God. I'm giving you scriptures. Be still and know. If you don't know, if you don't know that I am God, you will be wasting your time in the kingdom. Be still and know that I am God. Israel never fought Egypt. Israel never. God delivered them. All they needed to do was to obey. Cross the rest. Just, just go. See, I mean, 
I, I told you, it is not easy to cross the rest. You, you, you think it's easy. Even when the storm is doing giddy giddy here, they say you should pass through to church. You don't come. God said, pass through a dry land in the midst of a sea. <laughs> Even behind your house, small bush, you can't pass through. <laughs> you do ready on your mask. Get it. Maybe miss somebody. Hello, how are you? Rassi, Essi, I, I will personally fear. I, I don't know about you, but me, I will fear. Even though God is saying, oh, go. Uh, uh, <laughs> How many of you will not fear? Let me see. It will be, who, who, who? I do be a name, say, no, and the thing has not disappeared. Though. You will see that the thing is rolling. You can hear the sound of the wind. And you are in the middle. Hey. And you are plenty. You can't run. You are over three million. Me. I will need faith. See, we read the Bible, we don't take our time to understand. But they passed through. The Pharaoh too wanted to pass through. Don't copy me when you don't know what I know. Don't copy anybody when you don't know what they know. No, Pharaoh, come, come, come. We will use some. They got them. Bram! They died. Israel never prayed. God was just faithful. I'm here to tell somebody, your prayer will yield. It feels like you have prayed, ah, it's not working. Just when you think it's over, God is coming through for you. Celebrate God with a good clap of Adabashatakaya. Deuteronomy 28, 13. I'm reminding you of what God has said. I told the gospel service, stick to what God has said. Finish. Not what man is saying. Stick to it. Say you are the head and not the tail. You are above only and not beneath. That is where God has put you. I don't mind who you are. I don't mind whether you're going to school or not. If you are a born again Christian, this is where you are. This is your position. You are above only. 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 If you can believe that. If you can accept that. If you can consume that, you will manifest that. You are above only. Nobody can bring you down. I said nobody can bring you down. Any conspiracy against your life, it will backfire in the name of Jesus. It will backfire in the name of Jesus. It will backfire in the name of Jesus. Deuteronomy 39. Deuteronomy chapter 30 verse 9. But thou shalt 30 verse 9. 30 verse 9. 30 verse 9. And the Lord thy God will make thee plenteous in every work of thy hands. Is your business failing? Take the scriptures and rehearse it back to God. Don't say you are going through reality. So we should, there's nothing for me. I won't quote Einstein for you. I'll quote scripture. I won't quote any motivational speaker for you. I'll quote scripture. Because if scripture cannot motivate you enough, 
that motivational speaker, he took his, his motivation from the scripture. You want me to quote uh, <laughs> Dr. Roland Egan said that, that the storms you are going through, every tiptoeing is a signal that your enemies are withdrawing. Then you believe. But when I said the Bible said that you are above only and not be oh yeah, tia bread. Tia bread. Ah, pastor, say something. Good bless. But bless is a beautician. He said, every ugly side of your life, God can make it beautiful. Good bless. Do it. Say, uh-huh. Pastor, you are now preaching. It means you are reading. You are a reader. That when you see that you believe it, because you make a man your standard, I give you scripture. No, Pastor is not reading nowadays. So every day the Bible said the Bible. Who should I quote? Your grandfather. <laughs> I will quote the Bible. I will quote. When we even quote the pastors, you are now saying that we are worshiping the pastor. So we will quote the scripture, and you will use it. Give the Lord a good clap of. I want you to close your eyes and talk to God, somebody. Talk to God. Talk to God. Spend time to pray. Just lift your voice and pray. Oh Lord, grace, grace. Lift your voice and pray. Set the layer, Malados, Catadeas, Malabalayas, Zadala. You can stand on your feet. Let's pray for three minutes. Speak the language of the Holy Ghost. Ask for the grace of God to prevail. Zadala, Miandalaba, Zabalagadeas, Zadala Magada, Matolobo Sabayas, Etalaba. You will get there. You will get there. You will prevail. You will have it. You will break it. You will break through. You will triumph. It shall come to pass. It shall come to pass. You will name your own child. You will hear the cry of a baby. You will have your own husband. You will have your own wife. You will go back to school. Pray. The pain is bringing glory. The shame is bringing laughter. The error will not rule forever. The mistake will not rule forever. Your destiny will emerge. 
Who is like you, Lord, in all the earth? Much less love and foresters. Let's sing it together. Nothing in this world will satisfy. Jesus, you're the cup that was run dry.
triumphant. Amen. You are seeing victory. Amen. You will be the head and not the tail. Amen. You will be above only Amen. and never beneath. Stop crying, stop worrying, and begin to celebrate. I give you the last scripture. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16 to 18. I show you a secret to come out of your storm. This is it. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16 to 18. He said, Rejoice evermore. You better keep moving, please. Pray without ceasing in everything. In everything. In everything. Come on. I said in everything. Give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Celebrate God with a good clap offering. And please take your seats. I feel the presence of God. Money is coming into people's hands. I said money is coming into people's hands. Hallelujah. We have a special need 